Kelly, back it up, my niggas call me loco Down for armed traffic, you know, make me pull that fofo Ask you what you laughing at, represent that mud life Dirty money, bitch, you better get your mud right We come together, holding hands and holler hood life We all strapping all black, it's like foot life You riding the what? Cause we riding the night Now she riding with me cause you wasn't riding All I do is win, 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 no matter what Got money Water getting bored, dope being sold, Snoopy in the hooky, system overload. I've been running this rap game since I was 20 years old. I hung with the worst of them, bust to my personal, floss them up, toss them up, harder way, cross them up. Pardon me, I'm bossing up, raise you up, bless you, bro, don't mess with us. We like the U in the 80s. Back to back, set a track, hit the lick, get it back, get the trick, jump the track. Bitch, I want my money back. While I'm sipping on this gin How they just said it best Just win, baby, win All I do is win, win, win No matter what Got money on my mind I can never get it up And every time I step up in the building Everybody hands go up And they stay there And they say yeah And they stay there Drive a million miles to be 
It's only 77 degrees in Dallas. Holy shit. Oh, well, we're going to get in the 90s by later. But my God. Good morning and welcome to another, a Friday edition of the Arnie State Show. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I hope your Friday morning is going great. I uh, I, I woke up at about 4.30 this morning, put the show together, and I said, well, I'm going to go back to sleep. Went back to sleep, showered, got the dog taken care of. Uh, Bubby is riding shotgun today. He's excited. 
He's barely even drooling on the couch. So we've got a big show in store for you today, including a celebrity-ass death match that I came up with this morning. We are going to, uh, we, we have power couples still, and we have lawyers on movies and TV. But today, since we've talked so much about football and stuff, the worst franchises in all of sports. I, I have run the gamut from football to hockey to baseball to basketball, and guess what? We're going to find out who the worst franchises in sports are. Hail to the Yes. Now let's get some good mornings out of the way. First one here today was Hangtown Gent. Hangtown Gent, God bless you. First one here. You need to know what meat bunkering is. When a circumcised male and an uncircumcised male touch cockheads, the uncircumcised male folds his foreskin over circumcised male's helmet. Duh. There is no touching peepees. You don't touch people. That is disgusting. Huh? Hey, hey, you want to touch my wiener? No, I don't, especially with my own wiener. That's why you never do the devil's threesome. The devil's threesome is two guys and a gal because you don't want stuff to touch. And believe me, I've seen some shit in some porno movies that just doesn't make sense. There's a movie with a gal. Her, her name is uh, Caitlin Ashley. Probably the dirtiest porn star, and and I mean, she looks rugged, too, in this one. She takes not one, not two, but three pee-pees up her butthole. Now, I I I, I, I remember watching this, and I was like, oh, my dear Lord. That girl is not going to fucking poop right for the rest of her life. And then I really started to think about it, it, and I went down that rabbit hole. Pardon me, pardon, no pun intended there. That middle guy, that middle guy is not touching her. The middle guy is sandwiched me. He's like the, the, the cream in the Oreo sandwich. No, thank you. No meat bunkering for me today. Battleborn in Nebraska says, happy Friday morning ass. Only six hours until the start of the weekend. We have a great show today, Arnie. All right, we will. I promise you. By the way, yesterday. Bucky's yay. Bucky's yay. So I go into Bucky's yesterday, get my Copenhagen, which the girl mischarged us, but whatever. Go in there, and I walk up to one of the white shirts. If you see a guy or gal wearing a white button-up shirt, they're a manager. And they had like 14 of them in there yesterday. I found this good old boy, super nice guy. Asked him about advertising, and he goes, no, we really don't. I go, well, I guess you don't really have to, and he laughed. I said, hey, how come y'all ain't got no damn Dr. Pepper Zero here? And he looks at me and he goes, I've never heard of Dr. Pepper Zero. I go, well, you have now, mister. So hopefully, Bucky's will start carrying Dr. Pepper Zero so I don't have to go make a road trip and be dry on the way home. Not really a road trip. It's like nine minutes away. Uh, let's see, uh, 303 says, morning, Ass Masters. Good morning. My man, Derek Olson. Derek, good morning, my friend. Happy Friday to you. Derek, his family has tested positive for the horrible and deadly, uh, coronavirus. Uh, hopefully they, they, they just rest up this weekend and, and, and take it easy. Derek, you do too. Becca! Or she'll come after you. Becca! Yeah, you damn right. 
Uh, let's see. Andrew says, uh, oh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, Straight Fire says Friday is the best day of the week if you're looking to get some ass. Yes, indeed. Uh, Andrew says, happy Friday ass. Only five more hours until Terry Black's barbecue. Hope you're ready, Arnie. We'll be ordering damn near the whole menu. You're in charge, buddy. I will be there with bells on. Oh, I, I am excited. We went and ate at Outback yesterday. I got to say, I I like the Outback Steakhouse. I, I, I do. But they brag about serving choice meat. And that's the same kind of meat you can buy in the grocery store. I'm a little falutiner than that. Yeah, that's a new uh, that's a new term, falutiner. You know, it's like highfalutin, but I'm more falutiner than that. Please use that in your your everyday language. As I've given Jen some uh, southern uh, uh, vocabulary, because she's uh, she's moved now to Virginia. Uh, if you want to sound like from your, you're from the south, there's two words you have to add into your your dialogue immediately, your lexicon of words, if you will. And that's fixin' to and y'all. Ain't it has been accepted around the world. If you ain't got ain't in your, your vocab already, I suggest putting that in there. But here's a pro tip. Pro tip. You really want to sound from your, but you have to know the words. Yellow in the South is pronounced yellow. Window in the South is pronounced winda. Meadow in the South is pronounced meadow. See, it, it, it's tough. Meta doesn't sound right. That 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 sounds like you're you're meditating. So you you have to watch it. But those are some pro tips for y'all. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't wait. Uh, look at that. Oh boy. Oh, oh my lucky stars. The one and only. Braddy Kid is in the house. <laughs> a knee slapper! It's a knee slapper! <laughs> Don't change the subject. Just answer the fucking question. You, you didn't answer or ask a question. You're just laughing and stuff. She says, I'll be enjoying my tuna and toast for dinner. Enjoy your barbecue, Andrew. Yeah, well, well, first of all, you don't like tuna. You hate it. And secondly, it's a little payback from last night. Yeah, you see... Braddy Kid is known to be a good cook. Now, she won't eat any of my cooking because I guess my cooking all sucks, including my steaks now. But she made spinach dip last night, and these were her words to me. You can't have any of that. You're too fucking fat. And so I, I have not got to try her spinach dip yet. So uh, Andrew says, don't threaten me with a good time, Braddy. Alicia says, happy Friday, bitches. Uh, so, fun story. My lifelong friend worked uh, at the first Bucky's. Her sister worked at the second one. Wow, that's awesome. Swoosh in the house, says morning ass family. Hang down, Jen says she knew the owner had some choice words about him. Oh, I imagine. They're, they're, they're from Texas A&M, so they're, they're Aggies, so we don't need to like them that much. Uh, uh, oh, good, and now my neighbors also know. <laughs> what that is thanks to this handy speaker still getting used to neighborhood life uh your worries about her pooping she can't trust a fart dr pepper zero did i miss something did hell freeze over i i switched it's been almost two weeks i've noticed uh due to my own vanity that my shorts have been fitting a little tighter and i've gained a lot of weight so the first thing i'm doing is i'm trying to to and i like dr pepper zero diet dr pepper is ass Dr. Pepper Zero is aight. 
So there you go. Thanks, buddy, and good morning to you, Mr. Cork. You will. Thank you, sir. Swoosh says, one of everything on the menu, please. Also, uh, D, Dr. Pepper Zero. Now, now see, here's, here's the conundrum. Not many places have Dr. Pepper Zero on tap. So I'll, I'll have a Dr. Pepper. I had a Dr. Pepper yesterday at the Outback. So, and, and I had their, uh, their Hoosie, what's it? I had their, their char-grilled ribeye. Uh, I know I, I went into a story about them and stopped. I'm sorry. Them bragging about their choice meats. I get the prime meat from, like, Costco or Sam's. But I get this steak. It, it, it was good, but they, I mean, there's so much seasoning on it. I put that in my mouth. I thought I was eating, like, a jalapeno popper. And I order it rare because they don't have the finest chefs at the Outback. There's nothing wrong with them, but they're not chefs. So when you order something rare there, it comes out medium rare. Boy, oh, boy. This te- the, the, the steak was delicious. It tasted good with the seasoning. But I got to tell you, it was tougher than a fucking $2 steak at Waffle House. I mean, cutting through that thing. But it was good. It was good. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't bitching too much. Um, I've been working on it. Uh, daily still a work in progress. Good. Yeah, keep that up. Uh, let's see. Suck it, pronounced Cowboys. Thank you, V. Coop. I appreciate that. Starting already with the Cowboys. Hey, going to hold off on Devil beating his wife. First try did not go so well. Yeah, you got to wait. If somebody asks you down there, it, it, like, you know, if they're testing your southernness, that'll be one of the first tests. And it, what that means is it's raining while the sun's out. Oh, the devil's beating his wife again. I don't know why they call it that. Uh, the state of New York in the south is pronounced Yankees. Uh <laughs> Freddie Kid says, you're a liar, liar, and I hope your pants catch on fire. You told me it was nasty. No, it was good. I tried it. It was really, really good. But you said I couldn't have it because, quote, I'm too fucking fat. Uh, good morning, ass family. Cowboys girl, happy Friday. Ogre in the house. Buenos dias. And Ken says she called him a sweater-wearing motherfucker. I didn't ask for clarification. Okay. Uh, all kinds of shit to get to on the show today. I know that there is no good movie coming out this week. I, I, I saw the preview for the big movie coming out this week, starring that, uh, the English brother. He always trips me out when he talks, because he's such a proper British actor, and that's Idris Elba. I think he'd be a great James Bond. I, I really do. I like either him or Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. But he's got some movie coming out this weekend called Beast, where he and his family... I don't make these movies. I think they're in Africa. And, uh, uh, like, this this lion is chasing after them. And, and, like, this is, like, some sort of crazed, you know, rabies-filled lion. I don't know if lions can get rabies. I, I, I'm not a veterinarian. And I'm, like, watching this preview going, well, you're going to go on a safari with your little kids, and you ain't got a gun? Well, then you kind of deserve to get eaten by a lion. Cause I, and, and, I mean, it shows him out running a, a lion. And I'm sure he's a fast fella. But you ain't going to outrun no lion, especially some crazed lion that's on the hunt for humans. Buy a gun, dummy. I mean, I, I, I understand the movie would last like 10 minutes then. But I ain't going to see that one. So there you go. There's your movie picks for the weekend. Let's get into the news, and, and the first thing I have to do here is, I, ladies and gentlemen, ask family, uh, beyond shocked here. Surprise, surprise, surprise. 
Seattle homicides rose precipitously in 2020 as liberal leaders demanded police be defunded. What? Wait, what? Are you telling me that violent crimes are going up in cities that have defunded the police? Like Seattle, Minneapolis, Austin, and L.A.? What? Surprise, surprise, surprise. You've got to be kidding me. Ah, oh, next you're going to tell me that that, that, that that some crazy idiots down in L.A. bombarded a 7-Eleven and ransacked it, leaving the store worker fearing for his life. Oh, and look, there's video. People jumping over the counters, people stealing whatever they want. First thing I'm taking is lottery tickets in Copenhagen. That, that, that's what I'm telling you right now. Lottery ticket. I'm taking every single fucking lottery ticket I can and every can of Copenhagen I can get. Y'all can have the rest. You want Swisher Sweets? You see all these people going for Swisher Sweets. I put the story up um, on the Mixler board there to where you can watch the video of them ransacking this place. I, I mean, there, there's at least 150 people. There are people waiting outside to get in to loot. I, I mean, it, once the store's been looted all to hell, what is that when you go get, like, cough drops? Whoa! You run out, you got your cough drops, your, your, your empty gasoline container. Whoa! It's either that or I'm going to the alcohol section and I'm stealing all the alcohol and selling it outside of high school. Hey. If I'm going to be bad enough to steal shit and ransack a 7-Eleven, I am going to contribute to the delinquency of minors. Uh, They're just committing crimes to go to jail so we can get rid of the jail. They'll stop committing crimes. I bet uh, Governor American Psycho, good call. He does look like Andrew Bateman. Uh, doesn't show that footage in ads when he runs in Florida. Oh, of course not. Lottery tickets are registered to the store. They can report them stolen, and the Lottery Commission can track the stolen tickets. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I But see, I didn't know that. And do you think these morons are jumping the counters know that? They don't. And, and by the way, all you guys, and I'm going to get the scratchers. I'm going to scratch these motherfuckers off that night. I'm going to have a whole stack of them, and before they can really report them stolen, I'm going to be turning them in for money. And sure, I'll probably get caught, and all these people will get caught because that's what happens to criminals. They get caught. So maybe I'll just stick with the alcohol and the tobacco. I might as well steal cigarettes since I'm, I'm going to be selling them to underage kids. One guy was walking out with two packages of water. That's heavy as well. Only costs like $5. I I don't think these people really care. Like, I'm watching it, and and there are people that are in the chip aisle and the candy aisle. And the this, this, by the way, this is happening because we have defunded the police. What? I I honestly, and I do believe, uh uh-oh, 
You know I hate this. God damn it, you know I hate this. You remember when the George Floyd happened? Because that's when all this happened, right? Poor George Floyd, the, the criminal, lifelong criminal, who, was, who, who had his neck sat on and kneeled on wrongly by the police. That police officer's in prison where he belongs. Let's not forget about the fentanyl in George Floyd's system and the methamphetamine. Oh, and the fact that he did not comply with police officers, but, but he was the true victim here. Could you hear my eyes roll? Okay, good. Um, that's when Minneapolis came out, because that's where that happened, and said, we need to defund the police. And all these people got along and said, yes, we're going to defund the police, blah, 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 because, you see, they're stupid. And they thought that defunding the police meant no more helicopters or guns or things like that. But the first thing, the biggest thing in any police department's budget, the biggest thing no matter what, is payroll. And what happens when you defund the police? Well, that means police get fired. That means they get laid off, which means there aren't enough police on the streets to take care of business. And I, I believe that somebody who sits in a chair that looks just like the one I'm in probably said something like, crime is going to go through the roof, you dumb motherfuckers. Well, um... Yes! Everyone can eat shit! Yeah. A big bag of shit! Yeah. <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! You know, and I think I deserve this one as well. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. I mean, did, did you not think that crime was going to go up when you took the police off the streets? Did you think everybody was going to get along? I swear to God. I, I, I swear to God. Sometimes I, 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 I just want to slap these stupid, ignorant fucktards because that's what they are. When they're out there screaming, defund the police. Well, they don't need these attack choppers. Well, that's not what they're getting, dummies. Oh, I hear about the crime rates in Austin. Austin used to be a fun, artsy, fartsy college town, state capital. And it, it was kind of cut down the middle. I, I used to love to go to Austin, to go to Longhorn Games and be downtown and see the history of the state of Texas, the Stevie Ray Vaughan statue, the Willie Nelson statue, Go down 6th Street, hear live music. You really won't catch me almost dead going to Austin anymore. I mean, I'd love to go to a game, but that's it. I want to drive in for the game and then leave right after. Because the, the city has turned crazy. There are groups of people down there that are painting hammers and sickles on things. They, they want to bring communism tossed and now they've taken it too far but i think firing one police officer who's doing his job or her job to the best of their abilities i think that is too far firing just one you want to fire bad officers you go right ahead but austin this will be the highest year for murders in austin texas I imagine crime rates in Minneapolis are going to be the highest ever. L.A., highest ever. 
Chicago, we don't even fuck with Chicago because Chicago's just given up. But these ransack stores, isn't that enough? By the way, if you are one of these people that's listening right now, and you're like, well, I want you to think about our friend, our family member, Stackar. Now, he no longer owns his 7-Eleven. He sold it. Had to take care of his family, and I respect the shit out of that. But what would you say if you are a defund the police movement person, what would you tell Stackar if this happened to his 7-Eleven? Well, you got insurance. The store worker feared for their life. What insurance is that? Is there insurance for that? This makes me sick. This makes me embarrassed to be an American that this is happening here. I'm ready. I saw it on, I saw a video the other day. I want it. My birthday's coming up. I'm telling you right now. I want the fully automated 12-gauge shotgun that comes with a silencer. I want that. I'm going to take the door off the hinges. And since I don't sleep very much at night, I'll sleep during the day, and I will just sit positioned in a lawn chair right in the front yard, right in the front of my house, and it's saying I'll be wearing all black. And as soon as a group of people want to walk in, I'm tired of fucking around. Whoa, Arnie, you can't just jump into a story about George Floyd. You got to take a breather first. Oh. Yesterday at the gas station, one of Newsom's homeless hit the emergency shutoff switch. Grr! What an ass. I would have kicked the shit out of him. What what are they going to do? They're going to arrest me for kicking the shit out of him? That's not against the law. Because those that believe that shit are morons. Austin is turning into the Portland of Texas. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it has. Oh, University of Texas is the Cal Berkeley of the the school systems here. We just happen to have a better football team. So essentially what you're saying, what you're pointing out is that any place with liberal policies being placed is absolute shit. Um, Well. Correct the mundo. You saw through me there, Alicia. Uh, my first job was 7-Eleven. The owner's uh, BFF was a cop, so that was happy to prosecu- uh, prosecute for him. They pistol whipped the night crew guy and shot at him. Dumbass hit, uh, hit the camera, so it caught the reflection in the window. Felony charges for $15. Austin is a taste of Beto O'Rourke version of Texas. Yeah, oh, Beto O'Rourke is going to carry Austin. He'll pro- I- I'm going to go ahead and guess right now. That he'll probably get anywhere between 56% and 60% of the vote in Austin. Which means dick. He's not going to win. He's he he's seven and a half points down with two months to go, and it's only gonna get worse for him. That O'Rourke is getting kicked out of places. Two weeks ago, a, a good friend of mine from high school, my buddy Jason. Jason, if you're listening, good morning to you, my friend. We still gotta get together and watch some games this year. Um he lives down in Waxahachie. Now, now, when you hear the words Waxahachie, I, I'm just thinking very, very conservative area, and it is. I've been to Waxahachie. It's where Killer Tim Brooks, pro wrestler, was from. 
But Waxahachie, there was a restaurant down there. This is like three weekends ago. And on and I guess a lot of people used to frequent, and I say used to frequent this restaurant because they had special menus made up because a portion of that weekend's profits went to fund Beto O'Rourke. Needless to say, um, that did not go over well. And sadly, if you wanted to get a table in there, you could because nobody was eating there. And here's the thing about Texans. When you wrong them like that, when you go out, when, when you when you show your true colors like that, people ain't going to be going back. Now, I don't know the name of the restaurant, and if I did, I would not fucking go there. But that place can just go ahead and shut down now. Whack Apache? No, no, no. I would never pull the trigger. <laughs> Yes, or some people, uh, the, the, the learned people call it Waxahachie. It's Waxahachie. It's like a lot of people see this. Uh, there's this old, uh, the two oldest dance hall venues in Texas are the Broken Spoke down in Austin. And then there's Green Hall. But they spell Green Hall G-R-U-E-N-E. And I've heard it pronounced a lot of different ways. Grooney Hall or Gruna, Groon Hall. It's Green Hall. Down in New Bron- Bromfields. Uh, if you've watched the ZZ Top thing on Netflix, they filmed uh, all the live music stuff at that place. The locals probably renamed it Bless Your Heart. <laughs> probably. All right. Moving on now. Uh, Joe Biden, who's been on vacation now for, I don't know, a month. Yeah, I think I think he's worked three days, literally three days. It was. Yeah, Green Hall was uh, opened by uh, German immigrants. It's down near Germantown, down in town. New Bromfields is a, a large German area. We have a few of those. We have some Czechoslovakian areas, too, that are quite big, and that's where we got our kolaches from. Ooh, Kalachi's a good motherfucker, too. Um, Joe Biden, though, he had COVID, remember, and he was off for a week. And then he tested positive for it again, so he was off for two weeks. That's that's pretty much a vacation. I mean, it, for the president, if you're the president and you get a cold, because that's what this is, you've got every fucking doctor, the top doctors in the country are waiting on you hand and foot. You got a remote control. You don't have to do really any work. You might sign some paperwork here and there, but it's all good. So the motherfucker gets done with his COVID, tells everybody about this new Inflation Reduction Act, and then goes on a scheduled vacation to Kiawai Island down in South Carolina, stays at a $10 million mansion, is there for a week. So there's three weeks he hasn't done anything. He comes back to Washington, D.C. a couple days ago, signs this new stupid Inflation Reduction Act, then gets on a plane, and then he goes to Delaware. By the way, oh, are you ready for this? You ready to be upset? I'm going to upset you on a Friday. But it's an upsetting that's, that's just so delicious. And it shows, it truly shows the hypocrisy 
Joe Biden has gone to his Delaware beach house. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's nothing like a Malibu beach house. Um, but he's got a beach house in Delaware that he went to, and he wants to buy, a, he wants to build a fence. What? He's going to build a fence? I thought the Democrats were against fences. By the way, the fence cost $500,000. And are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> you, the American taxpayer, get to pay for it. Fuck you, too. No, it, it, it's true. A company that will build a $490,000 fence around Joe Biden's house in Delaware as he walks one of his racist dogs on the beach. Oh, my God. Uh, Why is he taking off? Didn't the CDC say no isolated anymore? Well, he doesn't have it. Jill has it. Don't get me started on the CDC and people not doing that. I, I hate the CDC. 500 grand for a fence? Is it made of gold? No, but I, I guess he has a large compound there. And he doesn't want anybody coming in there. Isn't that rich? Isn't that rich? By the way, by the way, ass family, um, I, I, I just want to put this out there to you. Um, since January... So that that's eight months ago. Are you ready for this? At least two million illegal immigrants have crossed the border. Two million. Eight months. Let's see. Uh, eight and two million. It'd be. Was that like 200,000 people a month? My God. You mean the dog walks Joe? Yeah, pretty much. It's probably a Chinese company building the fence, either Chinese or Russian. Hunter set it all up. <laughs> the fence probably costs like $11,000, and Hunter's pocketing the rest. And he's entering it on yet another laptop that nobody will investigate. That's right, 2 million more illegal immigrants are coming to this country. They will be taking the jobs of Americans, and a lot of the liberals like to say, they do the jobs Americans won't do. Well, Americans are going to start needing new jobs because I'm going to tell you, when that border closes down, I'm afraid for the illegal immigrants that are crossing over the next election cycle because I do believe they will be gone after. I I, I think America is tired of this. I I hope they're gone after. And I don't want to see them put in jail. I want to see them put on a bus and sent back to Mexico. That's what I'd like to see. If you want to come to this country, please do. But you got to do it for the right reason, and you got to do it the right way. I know I've been saying that, and nobody fucking listens, but that's the way it's got to be done. (laughs) 
Shut your mouth, you racist. It was their land first. Jeez. Sorry, 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 Eric. Gold 49er blooded. By the way, you're a 49er fan. Uh, do you want to see Jimmy G traded to Cleveland? There's There are rumors going out there today that Jimmy G might be going to Cleveland. Because yesterday we talked about uh, Deshaun Watson's 11-game ban. The NFL might ban him for the entire season. Yesterday he agreed to that. The NFL hasn't agreed to it yet, so we'll see. Uh, by the time he's being done, uh, President Biden won't remember where the compound is even. No shit. Major consensus, oh, my God, trade him. That's what I'm hearing from Niner fans. Um, all right. Now, I started to talk about this, uh, this Inflation Reduction Act, and what does it mean to you? Uh, he'd fit in nice if they're smart. They'll wait for him to get cut in a week. I, I, I do have a question for, you know, hold on, before I get to this stupid bill that's not going to help any Americans out, do you really have that much confidence in your backup quarterback, the kid from North Dakota State? I, I'm sorry, I don't know his name. I, I, is he your guy? I, I, I don't know. I mean, the only other quarterback from North Dakota State that we've seen is Carson Wentz, and, well, he's kind of a China doll. He had that one really, really good season for the Eagles, but he didn't win the Super Bowl for him. Nick Foles. Oh, I think he would have won the Super Bowl. I think the Eagles they were, were one of the better teams in the league. I'm not going to say they're the best because I hate the fucking Eagles. Alicia says, Jimmy G is a hot piece of ass. <laughs> uh, Mate says, I would take anybody else, LOL. All right. All right. Back to the Inflation Reduction Act. You know, the same act that, that Joe Manchin came out after it was signed and said, well, this isn't going to work. And then the day after that, media companies, liberal media companies like MSNBC, ABC and CBS said, yeah, this bill's not going to work. It's going to take a long, long time for this bill maybe to work. Uh, gold says, Gold, we're just going to call you Gold now. Uh, no, but $25 million is expensive for a backup, plus they got that uh, BOSA contract coming up. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. What did Alicia say? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. She sent me a holy shit thing. Okay, see video. There we go. People are fighting. Oh, this is in Chicago. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I got to watch that again. All right, people are fighting. I'll I'll upload this here in a little bit. Boom! Jeez! Like four people just got wiped out by a car. Oh, my dear Lord in heaven. I'm tired of seeing Ric Flair smoking weed. God damn it, Rick. He's got a new strand out there now, I guess. Um, okay, there's the link. Link copy to clipboard. Uh, oh, wait, wrong thing there. Hold on. All right, let's see. AR, send it to me. Paste. I hope that's it. All right, let's see if I got it. If I got it, let, oh, yeah, I do have it. Now, I don't know if y'all are going to be able to get it because it looks like it's on the Instagram link. Um, oh, shit, I can't even send it. Damn it to hell, I can't put it up. All right, well, I'll work on Oh, whoa, whoops. I'll work on it during the break. Man, that was badass. 
Uh, and I called Biden resident, not president, because he's not running shit. He's a puppet. Yeah. All right. The Labor Reduction or the in, the Inflation Reduction Act. That uh, was signed during the more than historic levels of inflation. The, al- the bill will allocate $369 billion toward climate and energy policies. Now, wait a second. Hold on. Why is it called the Inflation Reduction Act if more than half of it is going towards climate change? Come on. It extends the Affordable Care Act to reduce the cost of health insurance and incorporate a 15% minimum corporate tax for companies that earn more than a billion dollars a year. So, guess what? But let me explain how this is going to work. The companies that make more than a billion dollars a year, instead of paying 15% more in taxes, what they'll do is they'll move to Mexico, Canada, or another country where there is more friendliness towards businesses. So there's step one. Um, It will lower the cost of health care for some Americans. Um... It will also include a payment cap for Medicare users so that the cost that they'll pay per year for prescription drugs will not exceed $2,000, no matter what those prescriptions are for. Now, that's all well and good, but isn't Mark Cuban doing kind of the same thing already on the private side? So the Inflation Reduction Act will actually help Americans uh, lower the cost of their health care. Hmm. I don't understand how that helps with inflation. I, I, I really don't. I'm, I, I'm not very smart when it comes to a lot of this stuff. Um, some of the original incentives were left out, including universal child care. Well, that, the government shouldn't be care. Don't get me started. Um, it only passed by one vote, so when they get it, look. This act is going to be repealed. This act is going to be repealed in probably, I don't know, six months. Uh, it, look, it doesn't help Americans at all. It taxes the shit out of you, and it lets people... I'll just tell you what it does. It taxes the shit out of you hardworking Americans... Uh, who can either afford health care or whose jobs pay for your health care. But what this does is say, hey, it's okay to be a bum and lazy and not have health care because here we are, the government, and we're here to take care of you. Please vote us in again. Once again, not the government's job. That's all I have to say about it. It's not the government's job to make sure you're insured. As nice it is as it is that, that the government wants to provide this, I will tell you this now. People like Alicia, we need people like Alicia in the healthcare field. And bills like this and this universal health care will do one thing and one thing only. It will drive people like Alicia out of that said healthcare field. She'll probably become maybe a private nurse or something like that. 
to where she can get paid what she deserves to get paid. If you don't know what all this is, you got to just go back in time. This is Joe. And I don't even, now I know who the president is. The president is still Barack Obama. Because this is what he has a hard on for, is that he wants this to go through. He wants universal health care, like they have in Canada and like they have in Europe. Now, everybody yells at me, and they get on my case for this, and it's okay. You can get on my case for this as well. But I have some simple questions for you. Simple question number one. The vice premier of Canada, this is, uh, this is about 2010, so about 12 years ago. And we were first starting this fight over the universal health care. The vice premier, kind of like uh, what Kamala Harris is, that, that stupid bitch. Oh, did I say that out loud? I, I, I so apologize. We'll deal with what we need to deal with in terms of also as we move forward, all agreeing that we got to be smarter as a country in terms of who has access to what, and in particular assault weapons. And... Um, we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. Seriously. Now, now was that Kamala? Kamala, where are you at? Hun? I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Oh, okay. That, that's who. Question number one. The vice premier of Canada had to have heart surgery. If, in fact, universal health care is so good. And so wonderful. Why, oh, why did he get his surgery done in? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, the problem is we have great doctors there. The answer to that question is, is because Canadian doctors, all the good ones have left. Why? Because they don't get paid dick anymore. They go to school for eight years and then do two years of residency, all so they can get paid like 50 grand a year. People become doctors for one reason and one reason. Well, there's two reasons, maybe. The second reason would be to help people. Number one is to make fucking bank. It ain't like being a veterinarian. People love animals. Fucking people hate people. I don't want to fucking... Why, why, why would anybody want to ever dream of becoming a proctologist? How about a wiener doctor? I don't want to do it. Look, I get OBGYN. That is until you see your first 600-pound client. Then you quit. You got all that fucking humanity coming at you. That pink hole, they'll suck you in and spit you out. Here's the other one. Here's the other, the, the other thought I have on universal health care. 
if it's so good and so great in England, then why did doctors all leave hospitals and start practices in their homes and they only accepted cash payments? Hmm. Isn't that weird? When you work in healthcare, your disdain for people pops in real quick. You don't want to say I'm a cock doc. No, you really don't. Nobody dreams of that when they're a kid. Man, I'm going to be a butthole doctor. Ooh, I want to work with feet. Hey, goddamn, man. <laughs> I was watching, the. Uh, we watched a new episode of Dr. Pimple Popper the other night. I, I can only watch so much of her. I, I mean... And I have to tell you, look, I'm going to tell you a story about how Dan and I, my dear friend Dan, who's done the show, he was a part of, when, when I did my marathon show, he came in for about four or five hours, and he was just gold. He's guest hosted the show here in town when he's in town. Dan is truly one of the funniest people I've ever met. Now, this is back when I was working with Dog Shit and Jerk Off. And a guy approached me, and he wanted me to help them, and he was going to pay me to do a podcast. And it was a a sports podcast, and it was four guys that sat around, and we are the ultimate males. You know, we we didn't hold anything back. We're scratching and spitting the whole time. And that's where I first met Dan. So I said, okay, let's let's do a test run. Let's do let, let's do this break here, and it was when Adrian Peterson. And if you know Dan, you know anything about Dan, you know Dan is probably the least racist person you'll ever meet. He just says funny shit. So we're sitting around, we're talking about it, and and there's like three guys and me, and. The other three have no radio experience or any kind of talk experience, so I'm kind of guiding him through this. And we're talking about Adrian Peterson when he took the switch to his son's legs. And this is right at the beginning of when (laughs) political correctness really started to take over. And we were doing this practice show, and it it never aired. And we get to Dan, and he goes, yeah, I saw the video. He beat him till the white meat came out. And I was like, whoa, 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 we can't say that. Now I say shit even worse than that now. But I remember we all laughed, and Dan and I still laugh about it. So I'm watching Dr. Pimple Popper, and this brother walks in there, and he's got like this, this growth on his ass. And, and it's like it's like the size of a softball. And she doesn't know exactly what it is. She's looking at it, and she's like, damn. First of all, how do you let it get that big? So she starts to cut it open, and wouldn't you know the mass inside was white? And all I could think about was Dan saying, shit, she cut him till the white meat came out. <laughs> oh, but yes, being a doctor, like I don't think anybody dreams of that. So who says OBGYN? Hell no. I don't want to see all those yeast infection, UTI, discharge, clap, gonorrhea, hard pass. Alicia says swoosh, no kidding. The smell could melt metal. Oh, I'm sure. 
You think you're going to get a porn star in there who maybe have an ingrown hair that you take care of. Instead, it's Betty Lou from the trailer park who's had sex with every trailer park in the world. And don't take care of it. And even before you get in there, you have to fucking root through that hair jungle. Ooh, I like that phrase. Hair jungle. You heard it here first. Don't forget the blue waffles. Amen. And the red pancake that we learned about yesterday. Oh, my God. But that's what universal health care does. It cripples the good people that work in health care, and it takes money that they deserve. Now, look, we can go down the long list of how crooked hospitals are, you know, where they charge you $50 for a Tylenol. We're not, though. And by the way, the hospitals aren't going to change. They're still going to charge you $50 for a fucking Tylenol, but now the government will pay for it. Hell, if the government's paying for it, the hospitals should charge them $1,000 for a Tylenol. Oh, let's see. What else do we have? Okay, I got to get rid of that and go ahead and do that. Okay, get rid of that one. Okay, so we got three stories left. What's this one? Nah, we ain't going to do that one. Don't care about the... Look, we we, we all know that this raid that happened at Mar-a-Lago was bullshit, right? No, we, we all know it. And yes, I've heard the rumors, and I believe somebody said the rumor on the show yesterday was that Trump organized this whole thing to get sympathy for himself. Okay. I don't think so, but whatever. It could be. First of all, I want to talk about our country and how weak our country is. This makes me laugh when I think about it. Jesus. Iranian officials. Holy shit. Texas man charged for headbutting father-in-law to death. I've never heard of that. You can headbutt somebody to death? Wow. Um, Iranian officials are demanding. I love that. That makes me, that makes me tingly. They're demanding that the United States include a penalty should it ever withdraw from the nuclear deal again in order to prevent a repeat of former President Trump's move that heavily crippled the country's economy. Hold on, I need. I need dramatic music for that. Um, Stop it. (laughs) Bratty kid in the house. She says, that's using your head. Hey, now. You have Iran calling us out? Really? Really? Uh, Hey, Iran. Let, 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 let me just say something. So shut up, bitch! If you don't remember the former, this was a bill that was signed during Barack Obama's heyday. He signed this nuclear act with Iran. And they said they promised, even though they were still doing it, they would stop working on building a nuclear bomb. They didn't stop. Oh, and we gave them $90 billion 
in cash. Remember that? Oh, I remember it. When I heard $90 billion in cash, I was like, how many planes did that take? Alicia has breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to read this without dying. Um, um, breaking news, I just took the fattest shit and it felt amazing. <laughs> She's a lady, whoa, 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 she's a lady, talking about that little lady. <laughs> uh, 90 billion, that's about 10 billion suicide vests. Yes, Alicia had flashbacks of getting it on last night. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, you have the Iranians telling Americans, hey, you know, if that crazy orange man gets back into office, well, we, you know, he's going to fucking take this bill away. You're going to have to pay us again. Here's my payment, that we don't send in the greatest military known to mankind and wipe you off the face of the earth and turn you into the 51st state. I'm a catch, yeah, and release. I'll never forget the first time I said that on the air. When he <laughs> goes, hey, I'm a catch. And I didn't I didn't miss a beat. I go, and release. Fucking the, the other member of the show was on the ground. I think my favorite story, though, I, I have to admit. That that was look, as as much as I despise those people now, that was one of the best times of my life was doing that show because we were so good and it was so fun and everything was off the hip. And my all-time favorite, one of my all-time favorite memories from that show is when <laughs> got engaged. And she's talking about it on the show. She's talking about how magical the moment was. And I had the line like that. When, when when I looked at her and I said, well, congratulations, but aren't you worried about your last name? And we never we never told, you know, stupid fuck's last name. That's his name now, by the way, a stupid fuck, because I don't like him either. Um, and she kind of looked because she didn't know where I was going, and the other person looked, and I go, I mean, your name, your last name is Key. His last name is Key. And once again... The, the malnourished, sickly-looking one of the show fell to the ground with laughter, and ha-ha, didn't get it. She didn't get it for about 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, it was, one of the, it was one of the top lines I ever had, that and Fort Dix. All right. Last story here in the first segment. Uh, oh, wait, and then we have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. I forgot. Uh, hey, California, 
Uh, I want you to think about this. Do you remember the name Frederick Woods? Do you happen to remember that name? Frederick Woods was the ringleader of the 1976 Chowchilla school bus hijacking. He's been given parole. That's right. The only thing he does now, well, he just has to, to wait until his release date, and then... I would imagine that that he is going to walk out of that prison. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Governor Newsom objected. I'm sure. I won't let you down. I will not kidnap your kids. I promise I won't. I've been rehabilitated. A guy who kidnaps a bus full of kids. Now, granted, I, I, I had no idea about this. It's 1976. I was five. I lived in the great state of Texas then. And Christopher, you, you, you as a bus driver, I, when I saw this story, I thought about you immediately. A nine-year-old girl at the time spoke out against his parole. Her name is Jennifer Brown Hyde. She says, quote, his mind is still evil and he is out to get what he wants. And they let him go. I, I'm, I'm sure the governor who says he objected to this. I'm sure he's just saying that for the right reasons. I, 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 I'm so happy I don't live there anymore. I, I, I feel it. I was talking about this yesterday with Braddy Kitt, who who has no empathy for the people in Seattle, and I I understand it. You know, the people that voted against all the homeless shit, and now they're stuck with homeless people living on their streets. I understand it. And now, California, you're stuck in the same shit. You're going to have homeless people living in nice suburbs here soon. Roseville, get ready. You've got bums coming your way. Also, there is no law there. There is no law, there's no justice, there's nothing. And it's sickening. Newsom says Woods continued to engage in financial-related misconduct in prison using a cell phone to offer advice on running a Christmas tree farm, a gold mining business, and a car dealership. The governor couldn't block release because he's not convicted of murder. And could only urge the parole board to take a closer look. Well, why, if you know this fucking creep is up for parole, why not get the state legislatures to, I mean, you are a power-hungry guy. Why not just add that into the Constitution and you can block this as well? Mm-mm-mm. That piece of shit probably signed the release form. Most likely, yeah. Christopher, you need to accidentally run him over with your bus. Oh, the poetic fucking justice. Yeah, Christopher, I'm sorry. I, I had to report it. This is one of those, this is another one of those stories that you just go, how in the fuck does a guy who kidnapped a school bus full of kids get released? 
How does something like that happen? It happens because you have people that are, are, are running the state that have no regard for anybody in that state except their pocketbook. That's it. There in their family's pocketbook. That's all. Uh, Roosevelt has begun growing their bum population. Blake got into a verbal altercation with one going into a subway, and some asshole bleeding heart decided to try and buy the bum a meal. Uh, already do the homeless down the road from my house. I worked my ass off for it, decided to start a fire and burn the fiber optics wires underground, killing our internet for a week. Before we get to the game, what's it going to take? I mean, honestly, what's it going to take? Cause I'm seeing something and it, it, it's not good what I see. Well, it's not good for the homeless. People like you, Gold, and I, and I'm so glad that Blake did not fucking put him in like you know, a reverse chicken wing chokehold and fucking kill the guy. I'm glad because those boys need their daddy, and you need your husband. And he could have easily done that. I'm sure. I'm sure Blake could have just ended that guy like like that. And that's why I have nothing but glowing things to say about both of you because you both have those, you know, chicken wing maneuvers. No, he does the camel clutch. Camel clutch wouldn't hurt as bad as the chicken wing. I'm telling you right now. Bob Backlund could get that thing on you and he'd fuck your shit up. But I see things like that happening. I'm telling you right now, you, you live down the street from me and you burn the fiber optics and I find out it was your homeless camp, I'm going to drive through it. I, I, You know what? I, I, I just, what are they going to do to me? I mean, there are no laws. Now, I won't do that here in Texas because, well, other Texans will just shoot them. So I ain't got to worry about it. But in California, I'll just run them all over. And I'll go, hey, yeah, I, I was crazy that day. You're going to have to let me out. Sorry. And then I'll yell, Black Lives Matter, and then they have to let me go. So I've already figured it out. All right. Just do that. If you ever get in trouble with police in California, scream out Black Lives Matter, and they will take their hands off you. (laughs) Use it against them. That would be pretty fantastic, wouldn't it? Oh, it is time, ass family. Time for Celebrity. Celebrity. That's right. I've gone and I've looked at these horrible sports franchises, and we are going to find out the four worst professional sports franchises in the history of games right now. Let's get it on. All right. Seeing more and more homeless out there, uh, out here, I have one question I've uh, noticed before. Why do they carry and keep so much crap? It's like a fucked up RV gang. Well, it's because it's their stuff. It's their stuff. 
I mean, how many police have to roll by homeless camps and see shopping carts in there and realize that every single one of those shopping carts is stolen? It's not like you can go to fucking Sam's and buy shopping carts. I have never seen a shopping cart on sale in my life. (sighs) Let's have some fun. All right. Our first matchup. Boy, oh boy, I brought it today, too. Let me just tell you, I brought it today. Our first matchup in worst sports franchises. A team that has been around forever but has never won a Super Bowl. Oh, they've gotten nicer and nicer stadiums as the years gone by. Why? I don't know. And the city has burned to the ground around them. I'm talking about the Detroit Lions. And they're taking on a franchise that in the 70s was good, decent, actually won. But they haven't won since like 1975. And if you ain't won since like 75 or 76, you're on this list. And I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Steelers and and the hockey team, the Penguins, which they all are the same fucking color because Pittsburgh is dumb. But the Pirates, what a waste. So, the Detroit Lions versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. Who is the worst franchise as family? Who you got? was a no-brainer ass family the Detroit Lions move on I didn't say anything bad about the Steelers Steelers have six Super Bowl rings you can't say that's a bad franchise all right now then the next one is a, a couple of newer franchises well one just moved but the other one's a newer one in the world of terrible organizations this matchup is great because it is the Jacksonville Jaguars how many first round picks have they fucking had Number ones, even. Taking on the former Toronto Raptors and now the New Orleans Pelicans. Well, wait, are the Raptors still there? This was the other, this was the, well, the Grizzlies moved there. So, the New Orleans Pelicans. Fucking terrible franchise. Oh, my God. So, the Jags against the Pelicans. Ask family. Who you got? This is a tennis match. 
That's who it was. Okay, all right. Thank you, Gold. I'll follow the NBA much The winner is the Jacksonville Jags. All right. And uh, who is that, Gold? Yeah. Uh, Gold says they never had Grandmama, who played for the Charlotte Hornets, who then moved to New Orleans, and then they restarted the Charlotte as the Charlotte Bobcats. But now they are actually the next on the list. We'll just keep the Charlotte Hornets intact because they have gone back to the Charlotte Hornets, and they are taking on one of the worst franchises in hockey history, who at one time had the Gortons Fisherman as their mascot. I'm talking about the New York Islanders. I know that they had a breakthrough season a couple years ago, but that shit don't count. The New York, New York Islanders have sucked out loud. So Charlotte Hornets versus the New York Islanders. Ask family who you got. Charlotte Hornets. And, I mean, you gotta, you got to think about it. Uh, Grandmama was a guy named Larry Johnson from Dallas. Larry Johnson was one of my all-time favorite NBA players. He never won, but he was a bad man. They had Alonzo Mourning on that team. The Charlotte Hornets, with all the talent they've had to never win, is fucking a crime. All right. Ask family, our last matchup in the Western Regional here. We have the team that created the butt fumble. The team that, man, their fans love them. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 taking on a miserable franchise in the NBA. And that is the Atlanta Hawks. You couldn't win with Dominique? Well, you're never going to win. New York Jets versus the Atlanta Hawks. Ask family. Who you got?
that fireman. Yeah, that, look, I like their fans. I like the fireman fan, but but the Jets, the butt fumble was when Mark Dirty Sanchez, his middle name is actually Dirty, was trying to run the ball, and he ran straight into his offensive lineman's butt, and he fumbled the ball. So there you go. Um. Uh, no, Michael and the Hawks might have won a ring with Wilkins. I don't know about that. Uh, but but when I was looking up this this morning, because I had like 15 teams, and I needed one more to put me over, and the, the Hawks were already on my list. But as I looked at these different lists of terrible franchises, the Hawks were nowhere in here. I'm like, what are y'all missing? The Atlanta Hawks suck. All right. So now we're going to find out who graces Mount Rushmore. I thought you said butt bubble. <laughs> no, it was not a dance. The butt fumble. Uh, all right, in our first matchup to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore ass family. We have the Detroit Lions taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. A battle of ineptitude known by no man before. The Lions and the Jags ass family. Who you got? Congratulations to the Detroit Lions. You have moved on. Something that has never been said in the history of broadcasting. The Lions are on the Mount Rushmore. Who will join them? Ah, that's funny. The first matchup is two shitty NFL franchises. The next one's two shitty NBA franchises. The Charlotte Hornets taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Boy, ticket sales are in the teens. The Hornets versus the Hawks ass family. Who you got? Hornets move on. Wow. Man. 
So there you go. The first round is complete ass family. We have the Detroit Lions and the Charlotte Hornets on the Mount Rushmore of the worst sports franchises of all time. We will find out round two after the next segment at ArnieRadio.com. The grass was green It didn't seem like things were all that bad I bet we walked a thousand miles Chopping cotton and pushing plows And learning how to give it all we had As life went on and years went by I saw the light in daddy's eyes And felt the love in mama's hands They kept us warm and us fed, taught us how to look ahead, now looking back I understand, we were walking in high cotton, old times there are not forgotten, those fertile fields are never far away, we were walking in high cotton, old times there are not forgotten, leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced. Mornings rolled around We dressed up in hand-me-downs Just in time together with the church Sometimes I think how long it's been And how it impressed me then It was the only day my daddy wouldn't work We were walking in high cotton Old times there are not forgotten Those fertile fields are never far away Walking in high cotton, old times there are not forgotten. Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced. We were walking in high cotton, old times there are not forgotten. Those fertile fields are never far away. We were walking in high cotton, old times there are not forgotten. Leaving home was the hardest thing we ever faced. song I wrote on a plane between Dallas and Austin. Going to El Paso. Whoops. Now this is what gave us the idea to come down here. This is a song about a guy that
probably did as much for our kind of music as anybody. Well, the honky-tonks in Texas were my natural second Where you tip your hat to the ladies and the rose of San Antonio. I grew up on music that we call Western Swing. It don't matter who's in Austin, Bob Wills is still the king. still remember the way things were back then in spite of all the hard times I'd live it all again hear the Texas playboys and Tommy Duncan sing makes me proud to be from Texas where Bob Wills is still a king It's the home of country music On that we all agree But when you cross that old Red River Horse, that just don't mean a thing But once you're down in Texas Bob Wills is still a king That you just can't live in Texas unless you got a love soul. It's the home of Willie Nelson, the home of Western Swain. He'll be the first to tell you Bob Wills is still the Time. 
When the change starts taking place He puts a glue on every face Of the fallen angels On the backstreet ball hey, hey, hey. Criticize the girls at all Cause I'm no Robert Redford Even overhaul But we all picture in our minds A girl that looks just right <laughs> Now ain't it funny, ain't it strange The way a man's opinions change yeah. When he starts to face that lonely night All the girls all get prettier Now they all begin to look like movie stars All the girls all get prettier at closing time When the change starts taking place It puts a globe on every face of the fallen angels On the backstreet balls The fallen angels on the backstreet Right now. 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 Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, welcome back to the big show here on a Friday. We will get back to the Celebrity Ass Death Match in just a little bit. First, we have to go through, uh, this is a lot of entertainment stuff here, a lot of uh, media type shit. And the first thing that we have to do, I... You know, uh, we have to play this. Uh, What a day it is. Brian Stelter. CNN has said, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. Oh, the man who looked like a penis so much that Don Lemon would lick his head has been let go from CNN. <laughs> this guy is the epitome. I don't think, is this the guy that was jacking off on the Zoom call? Or is that another loser there at that network? This is a guy who who said on CNN in his biggest stories of 2020, he left out all the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. The suicide, the cover-up, everything. Not one of the biggest stories of the year. Oh, he's done that all the time. He came out, I think what got him fired was, oh, that, that's Jeffrey Tubin. Okay, thank you, Arised. I appreciate that. Um, I guarantee you this guy jerks off in the building, though. Um, CNN will end his show Reliable Sources on Sunday, August 21st. Thank God, it can't get here fast enough. 
at one time said the Hunter Biden thing was nothing more than uh, Russian disinformation, but now says the Hunter Biden saga isn't just a right-wing media story anymore. Oh, goodbye, penis face. Well, let's see. You got Jeffrey Tubin still you got to fire. And I'm telling you right now, when they fire Don Lemon, I might do a naked dance in the middle of the street. Because you remember a few months ago, CNN got sold, and the new guy said, nope, 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 nope. We are going to start doing news the right way. Which, by the way, the right way is not the right-leaning way. He means the correct way. At least that's what I hope he means. Because, look, I I don't like the right-wing type news either. I'd rather listen to the right-wing news because at least they like America. But I know that their stories are are just as tainted as CNN's stories. You have a broadcast journalist, someone who studied journalism in school, who said one of the biggest stories of 2020 did not include Jeffrey Epstein. In 2021, his show didn't even cover a judge banning MSNBC from the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, The media pundit also avoided the Washington Post major correction to its bombshell report about a phone call between Trump and an investigator to find fraud, which was all bullshit, and and he didn't cover it. I mean, (laughs) right side broadcasting is a great news source. Naked dancing Arnie could be more popular on TikTok than old Six Flags dancing guy. Oh, I'm telling you right now, we will see it. By the way, I put up a TikTok video last night, late last night, without my teeth in. Because I, I yesterday, I was flabbergasted. I, I was truly flabbergasted yesterday at the story we did out of L.A. where a, an elementary school set up a cotton field to teach kids about slavery. I just want to know, in this day and age, who thought that was a good idea? So I, I, I look at the camera, I go, who in the blue fuck thought this was a good idea? And then I put the st- picture of the story up. I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand our world anymore. But these people, uh, Stellar came to CNN from New York Times as the nation's top media reporter. What? He departs CNN as an impeccable broadcaster? Uh, let's go ahead and just... No. No, he, he is not an impeccable. He, he might be an impeccable dresser, but as broadcaster goes, he sucks. And that's why they let him go. And by the way, he will not get a job anywhere else unless he goes. I shouldn't say he won't get a job anywhere else. He can go to MSNBC. He can go to some crazier left-leaning places as well. But, yeah, we're, we're not going to have to stomach him anymore. And you know what? I'm happy about that. Uh, can CNN ever really be fixed? I think it can. Oh, I, I, I believe that it can be fixed. If you get people in that, but here's the problem. 303, you're asking the wrong question. Can the media be fixed? That's the question you should be asking. 
Because, look, I, 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 I tend to read more Fox News than I do CNN, but I look at CNN every single day. I have to weigh stories against each other and go, okay, this is what I think is true. I mean, one of the only legitimate broadcasting, quote-unquote, news services out there is ESPN. And they've started to speculate too much, and they believe the mouth, the mouths that are on their talk shows more than anything else. But that's about the only journalism that's out there right now. So you have to ask, can you? Can the media be fixed? Zach says, good morning, Arnie, and we are all dealing with the loss of his broadcasting. Yes, yes, it is a sad day when Brian Stelter is gone. Ratberger just texted, I try to go to CNN's website once a day. It's still all Trump 24-7. Well, I guess so is Fox. Uh-huh. Look, it, it, and, and that's the shit part. Instead of reporting stories like the, the bus driver, believe me, the bus driver getting parole, I had to find that. I think I found that on K News, which is a, a website that takes from every news site that's out there, which makes my job a lot easier because I can just go to knews.com, Click on a story, see that it's from Fox, and then click on CNN, click on that, and I go, okay, which one's which one's easier to make into the middle? At this point, media can't be fixed. It has to be a new company from scratch. Okay. See, I here here's where I think it can be fixed. Because broadcasting, especially journalism, is a very, very lucrative and very uh, uh, competitive field. And look, hey, hey you want to get rid of the, the people on the right? Get rid of the people on the right, too, and hire people that, that want to report what's down the middle. Don't, don't, don't hire anybody from Vice News because Vice is lefter than left. And don't hire anybody from Newsmax because they're they're writer than anybody else. You have to get actual journalists who don't want to speculate, who want to deliver the facts. That's all I want. They can tell. See, here's the thing about the media. The media controls what we want. And when the media started, and it, it started... Well, it started once they they realized that they could turn a profit in media when they started speculating about things and not giving facts out and talking about it. If there's a standoff somewhere they and they don't have any facts. Well, we're we're guessing the person inside is armed, uh probably black. I mean, that's the way it goes. And it turns out it's it's a 5-year-old white kid who's just locked the doors and is playing the TV too loud. Stop being an activist and actually be a journalist. That that would be the main thing. Do we have enough of those to fill? I don't know. And, and look, Ogre, I agree with you that you have to start from scratch. This is just my hopes. And I know, I can hope in one hand, shit in the other, see which one gets full first. But broadcasting has been my life. I love broadcasting. 
And I love watching good, better people than me broadcast. Not that there are many. But on TV and stuff like that, man, oh, man. Uh, Ratburger says, uh, Arnie, you know this uh, more than anybody. People tune into sensationalism, not facts. People like you and I have to look everywhere for the truth. It's usually buried in one or two sentences over 30 articles. Number one reason that Rome is falling. Yes. And it, it, it's true. And, and look, CNN and Fox News and all these companies, they have, you know, they're part of major corporations. And these major corporations have stocks and they have to answer to stockholders. And if CNN isn't turning a profit or if Fox News isn't turning a profit, they have to go to their shareholders and go, look, I'm sorry, but we're going to deliver the news this way. Well, if you say stuff like that and you're the CEO, you get fired. Because when it comes to going to those stock meetings, all those people want to hear is, where's my money? The, the Adam Sandler movie, Mr. Deeds. Everybody see that one? It's a remake of an old Don Knotts movie, right? Where, 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 where Longfellow Deeds goes to the, the stockholders meeting. And he talks about making it right for everybody. And, and, and man, our eight-year-old selves would beat ourselves up. And everybody agrees with them. And they, they don't let the sale go through. That, 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 that's poppycock. You go to those stockholders meetings, all they care about is fucking money. They don't give a shit about feelings. They don't give a shit about truth. They give a shit about money. And it's pitiful. It is truly pitiful. And I do try as hard as I can each and every morning to present stories down the middle. I know that my values in my life, I, I lean more towards the right when it comes to fiscalness and government. But I lean towards the left when it comes to the arts and people doing their things and being allowed to do their things. I don't know why, and this this is a deeper point that that I want to make here. I want to know this. Why do people need to pigeonhole themselves with one political party? Why? Because their friends are that way? Because their their parents are that way? I I, I don't know what it takes. Like, I've told you the story when, when I first started voting. I was young, but I wasn't one of these kids that wanted to be, you know, government pays for everything, one of these liberal kids. Tom Harkin at that time, the Democratic Party was a lot different than it is now when I was 18, almost 30 years ago. Tom Harkin, who ended up losing his mind and going crazy, was a Democrat out of Iowa. And I tell you what, when he was when they had their big, uh, the Iowa caucuses and they all talked, I paid a lot of attention to that because that was my first big election. Man, oh man, I liked what Tom Harkin said. Tom Harkin was like a hard-working American then. And look, he got bitch-slapped by Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton ran roughshod. And I said, you know what? I don't like Bill Clinton. I don't like him. So I voted for George Bush, and I lost that election. In the next election, 
It was uh, Bill Clinton against – oh, shit, I forgot who he ran against then. Who did, who did Clinton beat the second time? I still – I voted for the other guy. And then W came around, and I voted for W because I like W. Voted for him a second time because I hated John Kerry. I voted for John McCain. Lost. Bob Dole. There it is. That, that, thank you, Ogre. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole's a great American. Just crazy. Liberals can't disconnect from their emotions, and it just ruins them. And that's so funny. You know the funny part is the Democratic Party used to be the working man's party. The working man used to stand up for Democrats and ah damn the Republicans because they're all they're all more falutin than me. That's right. See, I've used it again now. I've used falutiner than than me twice. It's mine. Ken Dog says that is old politics, Arnie. Yeah, I, and I'm explaining that it was a different party then. Dems have proven time and again to hate us and Americans. Fuck Dems. All right. Fair. Hey, th- that's your feelings. Good. And I've said this before. What we're seeing right now in the Democratic Party happen is what happened in the late 60s when the mid to late 60s after JFK got, got blown away. Sorry for your loss. That's tough stuff. As Joe Biden would say, Lyndon Johnson took over. Lyndon Johnson was not the nicest of men, but he did pass the civil rights bill. And the way that he won the presidency, because he was appointed president when when Kennedy was shot and killed, he won the presidency, what, two years later, three years later? And he won it with uh, Hubert Humphreys from Minnesota and the Minnesota Liberals. The old Dixiecrats and the liberals. Well, the liberals ended up taking over, and it was liberal run forever. And then AOC and her group of vagabonds, the progressives have come in, and now that's the war. The war is between the Democratic progressives and the Democratic liberals. There aren't many liberals left because they're too fucking old. Which, by the way, might be a good thing because if the progressives turn, America will not go with them. And I think that's fantastic. Uh, I remember 96, Dole versus Clinton. I was in first grade. Well, fuck you then. I was voting then. I'm not a Democrat, but a hardcore working man in union. Okay. I still suspect Johnson of having Kennedy whacked. Oh, I, 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 I suspect Johnson knew exactly who did it. There were all kind of reports that Lady Bird, his ugly wife, and I got to watch where I say that because we're in Dallas and this was a stronghold for them, uh, and he had really ugly daughters. Fuck, his basset hounds were better looking than his daughters. Uh, but she came from a very wealthy family. They owned a lot of radio stations around Texas, and that was some that was scuttlebutt was that Lady Bird made this happen for her husband. Uh, the Dems have split into progressive liberals, communists under fascist, and pure insane, but they voted on the ticket no matter who it is, yeah. Most rational thinking people are more towards the center from both sides, yes. And I've said, I said it from the get-go of this show. 
I will vote for somebody who wants to do the best job for America. Look at Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard now, she is kind of that, that moderate who's no longer in office. And there are people talking about her for vice president with Ron DeSantis or even Donald Trump. Will we see that? Probably not. Because we all know the vice president really doesn't do anything. The vice president is encased in glass, and they say break in case. Elections matter. See? And when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. Lazzle dazzle. Together, we are expanding access to transportation. Seems like maybe it's a small issue. It's a big issue. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. Huh? (laughs) What was that? And let's (laughs) let's not forget... This vice presidential gym. The number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be a three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S, jobs. <laughs> and you people elected him as president. And when I say you people, I'm not talking to the ass family. I'm talking to the assholes in America that got that stupid fucking guy elected. Uh, my oldest nephew just moved here from Missouri. He is the biggest libtard I've ever met. Uh, it floors us because he wasn't raised that way. His grandpa is probably rolling in his grave. Guess he moved to the correct state, but he really needs to move to the Bay Area. Yeah, uh, yeah, get him out of there. Trump would drive Gabbard nuts and make her quit like almost every secretary or advisor he had to put up with this shit, and she would do better with De- I I agree that she would do better with DeSantis. I totally agree with that. I, I did like the meme, and I told you guys about this last week with Tommy here, uh, where Trump was sitting down with DeSantis and said, look, I'll take these last four years. As vice president, then you can have eight years to run up to get rid of the swamp. Will that happen? I don't know. I, I doubt it. But I tell you what, a, a Trump-DeSantis card, boy, that's a, that's a tough ticket to beat. And I know that the Democrats are not going to roll out Kamala and somebody. They're not going to roll out Joe and somebody. It's going to end up being Gavin Newsom and maybe Elizabeth Warren. I hope they make the mistake of going Gavin Newsom, Liz Cheney. By the way, did you know that this is the first time since 1964? Hold on, let me get this right. I want to get this right. Uh, Dan sent this to me uh, last night. After 55 years, January 20th, 2023, will mark the first time since 1967 that no member of the Cheney, Clinton, McCain, or Bush family will hold elected or appointed office in the federal government. That's pretty interesting. Let's be honest about Tulsi Gabbard. We all like what she says because she's a Democrat, but she really wants a $500,000 a year option job and really has no plans to run again. We'll see. 
We'll see. I, I look. I, I I don't know enough about her because she was on the other side, and I didn't like her then. Then she started talking good stuff, and I haven't looked more into it. Um, college and free money during COVID ruined the nephew. Yeah, I imagine. Dear America, we're sorry about Gavin. Signed, California. I, no, I mean, Gavin Newsom's just a big piece of shit. That's all he is. I, I would say that to his face. Uh, yeah, but Darth Cheney is still pulling strings from his sick his Sith bunker. We need to add the Pelosi family to that. Oh well, well, but but they they are. Nancy's still in in charge, so we can't get rid of that bitch yet. Um. All right. So that all came from uh, Brian Stelter out at CNN. In the world of entertainment, th- this story to me is getting more funny as the days go by. Jamie Foxx has a new movie on Netflix right now, but it's not the movie that he directed. Um, he directed a new movie. Oh, he shot the movie in 2016. This is a movie, it's called All-Star Weekend. It's about a group of friends that went a trip to the NBA All-Star Game. I want you to listen to this cast. So it's got Jamie Foxx in there, Academy Award winner. Jeremy Piven, the guy who played Ari on Entourage, fantastic actor. Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. Benicio Del Toro, great actor. Gerard Butler from 300. And Eva Longoria. The movie sounds like it's funny. It's supposed to be a comedy. Well, Jamie Foxx will not release the movie. He's the director and producer of it. He won't release the movie due to the personal or the, the current cancel culture. Because Robert Downey Jr. plays a Mexican in the movie. Characters take a road trip to L.A. to attend the All-Star Game, but their journey is upended by a handful of wacky characters. So I guess now we are buying into the you can only play this role if this. Fox defended casting Downey Jr. as a Mexican in 2017. He said, I called Robert. I said, I need you to play a Mexican. I said, shit, you played the black dude in Tropic Thunder and you killed that shit. We got to be able to do characters. Jeremy Piven was on a podcast and said the movie will never be seen because Jamie doesn't want to release it. I'm telling you right now, it should be released. I I have no problem with this. None at all. Everybody who gets their fucking panties worked up over this bullshit, they need to stop. Look, we, we get that, that a white guy probably shouldn't play a black guy. But I bet you, I bet you, I, th- this is the one I'd like to see. What if we were to play, cast a black guy to play a white guy? Would anybody be upset about that? 
as I sit here with my arms crossed. I already know the answer. Let's say that Will Smith wanted to do a, a biographical movie and play, I don't know who he could play. Let's see. Let's figure out somebody. Um, Tom Brady. Now, we would all look at that and go, well, that's stupid casting just for the simple fact that a black guy's playing a white guy. But that's all we'd say. We wouldn't say it's racist. So I guess a white guy can't play a Mexican, even though there are plenty of Hispanic folks that look like white people. (laughs) Gold says, well, in his defense, the Mexicans are two million more strong now. But it's okay to have a black girl play a pale red-headed mermaid. Yes, the new Little Mermaid has a black girl playing her. That's that's called progressing, Pam. Come on. I can just see Cedric the Entertainer in a biopic of Teddy Roosevelt. My mom's a Mexican immigrant, and I want to see it. Look at Hamilton. All of our founding fathers were played by black people, and nobody had a fucking problem with it. Lin-Manuel Miranda, the guy who wrote that, he, he's one of these people who, he has the EGOT. He's got an Emmy, he's got a Grammy, he's got an Oscar, and he has a Tony. But nobody, nobody raised a stink about that. Nobody said jack shit about that. But Jamie Foxx, and, and, and by the way, This is the problem. Nobody has the nuts to stand up for it anymore. Jamie Foxx doesn't have the courage. And by the way, I've lost all respect for Jamie Foxx. That that motherfucker is from Terrell, Texas, which is the bordering town of Rockwall. And let me tell you, Jamie, come on back to town, son. You talk about you, you lied on this special and you said you saw George Strait at Lee's Silver Fox. Well, I used to spend my my senior year in high school and freshman year in college, when I got back home, every weekend was spent at Lee's Silver Fox. It was a big dance hall, also known as a skating rink. I never saw any brothers in there. It was a redneck bar. Not that they wouldn't have been invited or in, but I bet you it wouldn't have gone down well. Just telling you, son. I've been I've been watching that show uh, Young Young Sheldon, and Annie Potts is in it. I've always had a thing for Annie Potts, even not not that she's old now, but when she was in Corvette Summer, where she wanted to be a hooker, she always she always gets him to do what he wants because she says you're a Texan, and Texans aren't aren't afraid of anything. Well, Jamie Foxx is sure as fuck scared, and that pisses me off. I like what Bill Maher said, James Franco as Frederick Douglass. Yeah. I mean, come on. Look, look. I was upset that if they're going to do a biopic about Fidel Castro, that they don't get a good actor, that they settle for fucking James Franco. Only time a black guy was in a redneck bar was in the movie 48 Hours. (laughs) 
I'm Reggie Hammond, the new sheriff in town. Speaking about assholes that I don't like, Jonah Hill. Boy, I tell you what. If I saw Jonah Hill walking down the street, I'd get a running start to fucking assault him. Oh, man, my time in jail would be so worth it. I'd probably be running the damn jail. What'd you do? I assaulted Jonah Hill. Well, fucking hey, here's all the drugs. You can sell them now, Arnie. Let me let, let me let me let me get my right voice up for this. <clears throat> Jonah Hill won't be doing media appearances or public facing events any longer as he takes steps to protect his mental health. Uh, the 38-year-old recently completed directing his second film, Stutz. The comedian, boy, that, I'm, that, that's being used loosely, filmed the documentary uh, secretly, and it features conversations between him and his therapist regarding mental health. Quote, I, I, I finished directing my second film, a documentary about me. That's not a little self-serving there, is it? And it explores mental health in general called Stutz. The whole purpose of making this film is to give therapy and the tools I've learned in therapy to a wide audience. Hey, Jonah. If you don't want... And and, and by the way, this movie is not going to make any money. First of all, it's about Jonah Hill, and everybody hates him already. Jonah, I hate you. If, if, if we can get that out there, I hate you. Secondly, that's part of the gig, pal. You will never get signed by a major, at, at least I hope. At least I hope that you never get picked up in another major motion picture. Not that it would bother you because you probably made enough money already now that you've dyed your hair blonde and you have this cool guy beard. That's part of the gig, man. You got to go out and promote the movie. Pretty much what you're saying is, fuck you, this is my movie, like it. Well, what if people don't like this movie? Hey, Jonah, I've seen your movie. It sucks. Is that, is that going to force him to jump? I usually cringe at letters or statements like this, but I understand that I am a privileged few who can afford to take time off. I won't lose my job while working on my anxiety, he wrote. Boy, I hate this guy. I, I, I really do. I, I do not like him. By the way, but do you know how he became a star? Does anybody know? Does anybody know? I, I know, sadly. He was best friends, and how convenient that that in his teens he was best friends with Dustin Hoffman's son. I believe they went to Judaism school together and all that kind of stuff. Now Jonah Hill, who has tattoos all over his body, which I don't have a problem with, but the Jewish faith sure as fuck does. He and Pete Davidson should go away together. He's being brave because he's weak-minded. Superbad was a great movie, all I got. I thought Superbad, look, look, 
Super get super bad gets a lot of credit that it does not deserve. I thought it was very good. I, I look at super bad like this. Super bad to me is the equivalent of the hangover movies. They're clever. Yeah, they're funny. Don't get me started on Moneyball. Don't get me started on the lie that is that fucking movie. The A's won all those games that year, not because of they fucking, they, they brought down the budget. It's because they had Mark Mulder and uh, Tim and the other guy, Barry Zito. They had Mulder, Zito, and Tim something. They had an amazing pitching staff, not to mention they had this guy named Miguel Tejada and Eric Chavez defending the right side of the infield. That movie was a fucking lie. But I look at those movies. I look at Hangover and Superbad. And then people are, oh, those are the comedies of our generation. Well, then your generation sucks. Tim Hudson, thank you, Stinkfist. Yeah, I'm an A's fan, and Moneyball was a shitty fake movie, the fakest movie I've ever seen. At the end of that movie, when when they had the audacity to claim that the Red Sox used Moneyball to win the World Series. Are you kidding me? The, the Red Sox had the second highest payroll in all of baseball the year they won their first World Series. No one chows down more on bacon double cheeseburgers in the Sabbath than Jonah Hill. <laughs> Oh, I feel sorry for the millionaire actor who gets paid paid to sit around for hours, do a couple of lines of dialogue, then sit again. Boo fucking who. Yeah, hey, Jonah, get a real job. Chavez, Tejada, and Justice. Justice was at the end of his career. Justice wasn't at. I mean, Tejada won the fucking MVP that year. If they would have spent a little bit more money, I think their payroll, it, the, the year of Moneyball, wouldn't their payroll something like $39 million compared to the team that won that year, which was like $139 million? Can you imagine if they would have spent $11 million more on a couple players? The A's would have won the World Series. Oh, yeah, let's not forget that Jermaine Dye was on that team, too, and his anaconda cock. Zito won the Cy Young, for fuck's sake. But it was all Moneyball that got him there. Come on. You you can't make a fake movie like that while baseball fans are actually still alive. So now Jonah Hill won't be doing press anymore. So I guess that's good for all the press people. Fuck him, though. I'll never see another one of his movies. By the way... If you think that Superbad and and The Hangover are great, funny movies, then you need to rent this weekend. I I tell you, you have to rent Blazing Saddles, Porky's, Airplane, Naked Gun, number one. And it's in your generation. Oh, I know a comedy that's even funnier than those two in your generation. It's called Step Brothers. The movie made Art Howe look like a fucking asshole, too. Yeah, and it made Art Howe fat. 
Art Howe was a great third baseman for a long time for the Houston Astros. I hated him because he was an Astro, but he was a hell of a ball player. Didn't put up huge numbers, but he showed up every single day. Uh, they did bring sabermetrics into baseball, though, and, and I will never forgive them for that. Saber, sabermetrics are the stupidest thing. Hold on a second. I'm going to go off for a second here. All this bullshit of whip and this and that, you know what else it did? That was the beginning of the pitch count. You want to know why there's a pitch count in baseball now? It's because of this thing that's happening right now. And I'm so opposed to this because I'm old school motherfucker. The Little League World Series is ruining arms. An 11 or 12-year-old should not be throwing curveballs. You're not developed enough to do it. You're going to have arm issues later in life. And what happens to all these phenoms that come out? Lo and behold, their second year in the league, they have to have major elbow surgery or they have Tommy John surgery. Steven Strasburg for the Washington Nationals. Nobody could touch that kid when he was in college. Second year in the league, he blows his shoulder out. Why? Because he was throwing curveballs at 11 or 12 years old. And, yeah, I don't know what war means. You know what I know? For a pitcher, I would go by wins, ERA, and strikeouts. There you go. There's my war. For somebody I wanted to sign, and by the way, it's bringing me to tears almost every time I see Albert Pujols hit another home run. He's hit three home runs in his last four games. This guy's older than dirt, and this is his last season with the Cardinals. And he's at 690 home runs in his career. No steroid accusations on him. He's six home runs behind A-Rod. And they still list Barry Bonds as the home run leader of all time. Sorry, no. He and A-Rod should be out. It goes Hank Aaron... Babe Ruth, Albert fucking Pujols. And if you want me to sign a good batter, all I got to look at is batting average, RBIs, and home runs. That's what I'm going to sign you for. Oh, Jonah Hill, you son of a bitch. You ruined baseball too. You sack of monkey shit. Have you ever seen Vice Principals? Uh, yeah, the McBride stuff, but somehow I never heard of it. Uh, yes, it's weird but funny. Yeah, it's got uh, Walter Goggins Jr. in there. Vice Principals isn't too bad when Danny McBride. Uh, Danny McBride, I can only take in so much. Like, I love the first season of uh, Eastbound and Down. But then it got a little kooky. Pujols learned the Andersteen from Big Mac. Means he's the scrub on the bench, better than the, the scrub on the bench. I, I love Albert Pujols. I got to see him his rookie year. I got to take my dad. We were up in Seattle, and that's when they first started doing the uh, um, the interleague game at the end of spring training. And our sister station in Seattle was the home station of the Mariners, so we pretty much got whatever we wanted. And the Cardinals came in for the last two games of spring training. The last game was hilarious because 
Lou Pinello, the manager of the, the Mariners, would not have any of his left-handed batters in the game because Rick Ankiel was pitching for the Cardinals, and Rick Ankiel was wild as shit. But the game before that, I took my dad to, and we got to be on the field at Safeco for Mark McGuire's batting practice. And it was cool as shit because my dad was a huge McGuire fan. Now, look, McGuire cheated too. I have to be honest. And and if you play baseball competitively like I did growing up, you can tell when a ball is hit really, really well just by the sound of it. And you hear McGuire just hitting balls, right? But then this little right fielder, not little, because he was a big guy when he first came up too, and we couldn't pronounce his name. We thought it was Pujols, Pujols or something, right? And he was playing right field. He went into the batting cage, and it was louder than McGuire. The crack of the bat, and I it, and my dad and I both stopped. We we're like, look, we we're like, holy shit, who's that? Didn't you see uh, Pujols hit a couple of home runs live? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. I saw him hit three. All in the same fucking game. Goddamn greatest night of my life. Game three of the World Series and the Rangers and Cardinals. 2011. I was never more proud of myself that I got tickets to see that. Because Dad and I had dreamed of that matchup. I didn't think it would ever happen as a Ranger fan. I didn't pay spousal support that month because I had to buy the tickets. And we got shit tickets, but we were there. We got there like two and a half hours before the game because I wanted to So This was my first World Series. I wanted to soak it up. And by the way, greatest night of my life. And the Rangers lost. It sucked. They ended up losing the series even though they had a chance to win it twice. But it was so awesome to be there with my dad. Well, Swoosh Pujols, they moved him to third because in that original spring training, he was playing right field. The game that we saw him in the batting cage, he played right field. The next day, he was playing third base. But, yeah, the the three home runs in a World Series game, boy, that's tough to beat. That is tough to beat. You'd think the Rangers would have tried hard for that year after losing to the Giants in 2010. Yeah, 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 they did. They did, but uh, everybody except Nelson Cruz. All Nelson Cruz had to do was play deep. There's two outs. There's two outs in the bottom of the ninth or the top of the ninth. You don't play shallow when David Freeze comes up to bat. You play him at normal to deep depth. Why? Because you don't want him to hit the ball over your head. And what happened? He hit the ball over Nelson Cruz's head, and David Freeze ended up winning the fucking MVP. Am I bitter? You're goddamn right. That series in 2010, the Rangers didn't even stand a chance. Fucking Giants just ate them up. Oh, oh, you're here for the World Series. Well, let me tell you, you're not going to win. Everything that the Rangers did to get there that year, they played small ball under Ron Washington. They bunted. They did all this great stuff. And I remember I probably watched 160 of their games that year. 
I'll never forget when when uh, when they struck out. It, it was the American League Championship Series, and this is what made it so great. The first year in 2010 was that the Rangers beat the Yankees in the American League Championship Series. I got to tell you, that was fucking awesome. I remember being in my house in Lincoln. I have never jumped out of my chair before like that. I could have been one of those NFL players. Have you ever seen this where they jump out of the swimming pool straight-footed? I, I think I went that high. And then I was, I was informed by a certain uh, Satana. <laughs> uh, uh, Arnie, we can't go because uh, I want to go to my high school reunion. We can't afford to go. Even though the game was literally 100 miles away from me. I did not get to go to that city. I didn't get to go to the first World Series that the Rangers were in. Ron Washington snorting the third baseline and cheating on his wife. Yeah. I love Wash, though. I want Wash to come back. I still have yet to get a call from the, the front office of the Rangers uh, about becoming manager or general manager for that. Uh, I, I'm still waiting. Not that I might get that call, but I would take it. I would take it in a second. And and you guys would be like, you guys would be dumbfounded because I'd win the World Series my first year. I'm just telling you that right now. Oh, boy, if we get an interleague play and I get, get, I get to manage against the Phillies, Bryce Harper, you are getting plunked like a motherfucker. All right, uh, let's do this, shall we? Let's, let, let's do celebrity. 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 Have, 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 death have, death have. Death. Worst sports franchise. In the first round, we saw the Detroit Lions and Charlotte Hornets make it all the way to the mountain. Stress fundamentals, amen to that. Learn how to hit behind runners, fuckers. Let's get it on! All right. Our first matchup in the second round, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We have what probably could be the worst franchise of all time next to the Detroit Lions in the NFL, and that is the Cleveland Browns. It doesn't get much worse than the Cleveland Browns. And they are taking on a franchise at one time was a proud, proud franchise who had stars on the team like Ewing, Like Willis Reed, man who broke his leg and came back into the game. The New York Knickerbockers, also known as the Knicks. Ask family, who is the worst franchise, the Cleveland Browns or the New York Knicks? We, we can end this one? Yeah, okay. 
Let, let, let's just end this one. The Browns win this one. That was pretty much a no-brainer. All right, next matchup, Ass Family. We have a team in L.A. that tried. They tried. But they never, ever, ever, ever account- amounted to anything. And that's the L.A. Clippers. Oh, God bless Donald Sterling and his racist ass. And they are taking on a hockey franchise. Why there's a hockey franchise here, I don't know. But they are taking on the Phoenix Coyotes. The L.A. Clippers against the Phoenix Coyotes. Ask family, who you got? family, this was another no-brainer. The Clip Shop moves on. The L.A. Clippers move on. All right, next matchup we have, oh boy. They changed their name to be politically correct a long time ago, and they have never amounted to anything, even with Jordan on their team. I'm talking about the Washington Wizards. A serious question, what if the Clippers went to Las Vegas? They'd still suck. I'm just telling you the truth. The Washington Wizards against an NHL franchise, I can't believe they're still around. The Buffalo Sabres. The Washington Wizards against the Buffalo Sabres Ass family, who you got? Washington Wizards. Uh, Somebody said, yeah, I knew that was going to be on there because of the name change. But, yes, they're an awful franchise. Uh, 303, let me say this right now. The Clippers would suck if they went to Vegas because they're the Clippers. If a good team, I don't know of a good team moving to Vegas due to the fact that it's Vegas. And if a good team is moving, well, they're not that good. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think any team, they'd have to have a startup and wait like their hockey team. All right, our final matchup. And this one hurts me. This one hurts me bad. Worst franchises in sports. 
my beloved Texas Rangers. They have been around for 50 years and have only been to two World Series. Not winning one. Nope. The Texas Rangers. And you guys might hate me for this one, but okay. Taking on the Sacramento Kings. The Texas Rangers versus the Sacramento Kings as family. Who you got? Was ugly. They the Kings blow up more talent than an up and coming porn star. Uh, keep your head up, Arn. Uh, it is now because the Kings made it. All right. I thought you guys would have been pissed about that, but hey. A- and look, I was a Kings fan when I lived in Sacramento. The Kings, <laughs> the Maloof screwed him up. The Muslim dude. I think he's Indian. I don't think he's Muslim, but that's okay. The Kings, because we had to watch Grant Napier. What a piece of shit that guy is. Okay, ass family. We have it all set now. Um, who will make the Mount Rushmore? Our first matchup is the Cleveland Browns taking on the L.A. Clippers. Yuck. Browns versus Clippers, ass family. Who ya got? <laughs> the Clippers they got one vote Cleveland took it home Cleveland is on the Mount Rushmore and now our final matchup is a couple of NBA franchises you got to figure out which one's worse the Washington Wizards or your Sacramento Kings Kings versus Wizards ask family who you got
Sacramento Kings are on the Mount Rushmore. They've actually won something. And now the Rushmore is set between the Lions, the Hornets, the Cleveland Browns, and your Sacramento Kings. We will find out the face next. One, two, three.
sex taboos put generation of women at risk amid butt boom. Anal sex isn't taboo to women anymore. (laughs) Recent statistics provided for the CDC say that more than a third of women aged 15 to 49 have tried anal sex. Well, I tell you what, if you're a 15-year-old and you are trying that out, boy, you are what we call a progressive 15-year-old. More than 6,000 women uh, have done the study. uh, uh, Doctors may shy away from these discussions influenced by society taboos. Physicians and healthcare workers, especially in those primary care and family medicine, have a duty. (laughs) Hey, ha, ha, ha. To acknowledge changes in societies around anal sex in young women. And to meet these changes with open, neutral, and non-judgmental conversations. Now, now, now this is true. I, I, I have to say this. I've seen a few porn stars interviewed who are known to be uh, butt girls. Sending this link to my wifey as we speak. Here you, here you go. Here you go. Um, 
let's see. Uh, uh, curiosity is one of the top reasons and personal pleasure why they've done it. The pain and bleeding. Uh, now, 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 straight fire. You're going to have to redact some of this. That means covered up. The pain and bleeding that some women report after anal sex is indicative of trauma and risk may increase if anal sex is coerced. Yeah, what they're saying is don't pull the oops. This is one that you're going to have to discuss. Come on, it's 2020. Kids can change their sex or do it up the butt if they want. Vape, whatever. What's the worst that could happen to venereal disease and civilization? Well, I'll tell you what's the worst is that fucking guy I showed you a picture of whose nose is rotting away. Serious comment on anal sex. Dr. Drew has recently said that he has done a lot of anal repair surgeries in the past. Dr. Drew hasn't done any surgeries. I don't care for Dr. Drew, but believe him on this. Dr. Drew doesn't do surgeries. Dr. Drew is is not a, a surgeon. So if Dr. Drew came out and said that, Dr. Drew is lying. What I was going to say is, I, look, look, look. If you do anal sex and you like anal sex, great. There are girls that have done the porno industry and they have to wear something that's called a butt plug around. Otherwise, poop will literally fall out of them. It's been stretched to the point of coming back. That dude looked like the Dick Tracy villain named Pox Nose. Dr. Fauci says it's okay, though, but only on him. Anal orgasm are totally different. Try it, ladies. I, okay, hey, more power to you. God bless this story for coming out and saying that. Uh, something else that's on the rise this year, designer vagina surgery. It's doubled in 2022. What, what, did, do, you, do, do you make your vagina look like a Louis Vuitton emblem or something? I, 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 let me click on this story. These are new stories here. Um, women are flocking to purchase a designer vagina after ultra-tight leggings have become uncomfortable or embarrassing thanks to the dreaded camel toe. The labiaplasty, which is a procedure to shrink the labia minora, otherwise known as the flaps, you know, the roast beef. By the way, it cost about four grand. Now, ladies in the ass family world, if I've said it once, I will say it a billion times. If you're going to have plastic surgery done, I do not judge you for it at all. But do it with a reputable doctor. Yeah, yeah, I don't want you to see doing a, a labia menorah in an apartment complex because a lady works there. Either that or going to Mexico to get this done. If you go to Mexico to get this done, you're paying for them to rape you. I'm just going to say it. Do they bedazzle it? And pussy couture. I'm thinking Arby's, a.k.a. meat curtains. Yes, that's what they want to get rid of. And there's Kim Kardashian, who's probably had the surgery done. Khloe Kardashian. 
Um, she she's throwing camel toe out everywhere she goes. You, you know, I gotta say this right now. Kim wearing these tights out with her kids. What a mom. What a mom she is. Showing that fucking poofa out there. I used to take care of people after surgery. One lady was a freak. She had her booty hole tightened. Her lips cut off. Said some guys didn't like her lips down there. I couldn't believe she'd do that because some stupid man. I don't notice side pipe and think, yuck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh. You know, this is where I feel for you gals out there. And men are rotten. Men are awful human beings. Sometimes I, I don't even think men are human beings. With the where where you will go to to please a man. Because I can't think that recovering from bad surgery is fun. I I I mean, you know, and then your first test ride with the new surgery one, you got to be careful. Just look. Just just keep it clean. Keep it tidy down there, and you'll be okay. You don't need to have vaginoplasty. Something else that's not needed, but I guess this is a thing now. How private is your period tracking app? A reveal says it's not very private. Ladies, ask family, look, I, I don't know, you know, when it comes to that magic region down there, I barely know where things go, let alone the day in, in and outs, pardon the pun, totally intended, of caring for that thing. I mean, this is like an exotic bird that, that you need to get, like, special diet for. You, you have an app to track when you're going to bleed. Now, 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 look, once again, stupid man here. Haven't y'all figured that one out, like, every every month around the same time? And if you miss a few months, you get a little worried because you're late. But now you have an app that tracks it? Is society really that lazy that you need an app to ding when it's period time? Someone doesn't like the way my pussy looks. He's not playing with my kitty. LOL. Okay. Bad Surgery would be a kick-ass punk band name. That would be. That would be a great punk band name. Of the 10 pregnancy apps, 10 period trackers, and five wearable reviewed in the study, only seven were deemed to have safe user data. Well, who's stealing your period stuff? I mean, is North Korea going to attack us when you're all on your period? That would be a mistake for North Korea. LOL, if it were only that easy, I live by my app. It gives me an excuse for acting a fool every three weeks. Grow the fro problem solved. I can't believe this. I, 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 I honestly had no idea that there was an app out there that tracked this. I'm dumbfounded. This is where my old manisms come in. This is where I'm I'm 51 going on 82. 
I mean, do you talk about this in your little sewing circles? Girl, you got to try the the bleeding app. That whole thing, even thinking about it. Now, though, ladies, I'm going to. I'm going to bless you with something here. You're going to love me for this. The world's most extravagant vibrator was stolen from a Texas sex shop. The only time a camel toe is bad is when it morphs into a fucking hatchet wound. That's so rotten to call it that. Um, the daylight hap- uh, the daylight robbery happened on June 30th at Sexology Institute in San Antonio. Employees said, we came into empty racks. They took the world's most extravagant vibrator and they were done. Wow. There, there, there's a picture of it. My goodness. The 17-inch artisanal wand is encased in over a thousand genuine Hamat and turquoise Savorsi crystals. crystals. This one-of-a-kind, fully functional museum piece was created exclusively for the Sexology Institute. So you can pretty much jack off with crystals, ladies. It was valued at $10,000. Boy, oh boy, how do you explain that one to the husband? Honey, we have about $10,000 missing from the bank account. Yeah, I bought a new dildo. Oh, okay. I hate that they call them sex toys. Just call it a dildo or a vibrator, for God's sakes. We're adults. Jesus, sure, size doesn't matter. Amen to that. Hey, this thing's 17 inches? It's an artisanal? What, I mean, it, that, that means it was grown? The They were caught on surveillance camera breaking in, but unfortunately the men were wearing masks and gloves. Did that thing run on Tesla batteries? Oh, shit. Man, you would think that that would, like, have a, a pull start or something. That better have, like, about 100 damn speeds. Good Lord. By the way, why would you steal that? I mean, it's a one-of-a-kind thing. Is there a black market for weird S&M people that they'll buy this? You know, I don't even know why I asked that question. There probably is. Now, I thought that was kind of dumb myself. For $10,000 for a dildo. Okay. And then I read this story. I know that somebody will say, oh, Arnie, this is true. Oh, it's damn true. Hashtag Kurt Angle. Uh, Adios, Ogre. Have a great weekend, my friend. Beware of third-hand smoke.
just touching a smoker's clothes for a prolonged period of time may risk your chances of getting cancer. Third-hand smoke. Really? I, I get it. I, I understand that doctors out there and the government, they all want smoking gone. I get it. I get it. Way to turn your back on a, a wonderful item that did help build America, but I digress. Third-hand smoke. Particles from a cigarette seep into materials like hair, clothes, and furniture. Government researchers at Cal Berkeley, shocking, carried out a series of experiments on humans and mice. In one study, three volunteers who did not smoke were asked to wear the clothes of a heavy cigarette user for three hours. Tests show they had up to 86 six times higher levels of toxic compounds known as NNK and NNN in their urine after the experiment. Here's the issue I have. Um, if I need to wear clothes and they really, really smell bad, like cigarette smoke, and I'm not a smoker. Now, I'm not a smoker at all. Um, if they stink, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wash them. Whoa. So, so the cure for fourth-end smoke is Tied. And here, look, look, there's a reason why I did this story. Let's see, Ratburger says, next up, there'll be fourth-hand smoke. You will catch cancer by watching a movie where someone is smoking. Don't give them ideas. You see, those overprotective, as we call them, um, helicopter parents will read stories like this. And now, when their little son, because they aren't smokers, little Johnny, Karen's son, little Johnny, gets picked up by his friend's parents, and let's say dad's a smoker. Karen's going to come out there and go, okay, no smoking in the car, right? Yes. And then she's going to sniff your clothes. Well, it smells like you've been smoking. Um, Johnny, get out of the car. Uh, you, you can come back and get him after you change your clothes. That's what we're going to see. I, I don't have time for this. I just don't. It is far stupid. It, this is the stupidest thing I've read in a long time. Third-hand smoke. God help us. God help us as a society grow a pair of fucking balls. I know, I know. I'm pissing in the wind. I understand. I get it. I wish I wasn't, though. I wish people would hear this and go, yeah, that is stupid. The Indian casinos better lawyer up. The lawsuits are coming. Oh, man. Oh, it's so dumb. Uh, Okay, Ask Family, we have a job to do, and we are going to do it right here 
And right now, we have to figure out who the face of the Mount, of the Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore of horrible, horrible, horrible sports, sports franchise Now look, we've gone through the lists, we've checked it twice, and we're ready to go. Our Mount Rushmore is this. Of horrible sports franchises, Detroit Lions, Charlotte Hornets, Cleveland Browns, Sacramento Kings. And now, let's get it on. We figure out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. Our first one, Ass Family. It's a team that went 0-16 just a few short years ago. The Detroit Lions whose quarterback was traded, Matt Stafford, and went on to win a Super Bowl for the L.A. Rams. Taking on the Charlotte Hornets, a team owned by Michael Jordan, the most competitive man on the earth, yet they still suck. Browns, Hornets, ass family. Who you got? Menomino. Manamana. Manamana. supposed to be but it's okay the Browns move on the Cleveland Browns move on their quarterback did not win a Super Bowl that was supposed to be Detroit who we will do now the Detroit Lions versus the Sacramento Kings the Lions versus the Kings ass family who you got The Detroit Lions. So now, to figure out the face of this Mount Rushmore, the two worst franchises in all of sports are both in the NFL. Ask family, I'm going to ask who you got between the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions. 
Browns, Lions, who's worse, ask family. Who you got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding, banana phone. It's all tied up, people, let's go. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping a banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular. I need a vote. Bananular phone. Shocking that this one ended in a tie, but we don't do that. The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Yes, yes, the Cleveland Browns are the worst sports franchise of all time. Congratulations, Cleveland. Wow. That does it for today's show, Ask Family. We will be back on Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Have a great weekend. I know I am because I'm starting off at Terry Black's Barbecue in a couple hours. Uh, Can't wait for that. I will take pictures for sure. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. It's the weekend. You're going to go out. You're going to go partying. Well, do me a favor. When you go out there, have as much as you want. Overindulge. Hell, I don't care. But get a driver. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get a designated driver, a cab. Get home safe, people, because I want you back on Monday. And until that Monday, have a fantastic weekend. And adios, everybody. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and the youngin's dream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, no one could change my mind but Mama tried. On an only rebel child, from a family meek and mild, my mama seemed to know what lay in store. Out of all my Sunday learning Toward the bed I keep on turning Till mama couldn't hold me anymore And I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole No one could see me right But mama tried, mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading eye denied That leaves only me to blame Cause mama tried Without rest, wanted me to have the best. She tried to raise me right, but I refused. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right.
Estate Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.